Four. <laughs> we're retconning a hundred thousand episodes that we don't like for some reason. So we're we're down to four. That's just, great. Please, I please reset me. Yeah, Andy's been reset. He's just a normal human boy now. Yes. But his body looks like Christian Bale and the Machinist. No. But that's only to you, shallow Hal's. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, already, no. Already it's, it's way more confusing. It's all exploding back to what it was. Welcome to the episode of My Gorgeous Son, where we help my little boy Andy, through a series of guests, uh, reclaim his honor, his dignity, his career, and his life. And if yeah. love comes his way along the way, he won't say no. Yeah, I guess I won't now. I'm, I'm looking for love now, so... Is that real? Andy. Yeah. Oh, this that's actually how I'm finding out that Andy's single. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I broke up. It was several months ago, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't talk about my life That's for even real. sadder. Yeah. yeah. Well, that brings us to our favorite segment. What woman will have him? No. I do not need another woman. If you think you might like to date Andy, email us. We'll get you on the podcast. Please don't. I think my ex-girlfriend still listens to this. If it helps sell the deal, Andy does have what women wants disease. So he can hear what you want. And he knows when you're looking at that crotch. Yeah. And he does the little Mel Gibson bob. I pull up my jeans to show my humongous package so one uh supernaturally gifted mel gibson type looking for his helen hunt he's on the hunt <laughs> i've never seen that movie and i really should no we one talked has. we've it. all no. seen the trailer <laughs> Just that's the, the trailer. biggest part in the trailer all right i've seen it so many times have you seen it i have seen it yeah at least 10 that's a familiar voice that's ever out of the interns fresh from he's no longer a member of the ryerson mm -hmm. podcasting faculty no, you weren't in the faculty. I know, but I was. I was longer. I was there longer than most faculty. That's true. But now you're going to Humber's podcasting school. Although we yeah. have learned that it's actually you're in a PR school. I am. Think in... means podcast recording. This is good. This is good new lore. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a freshman at Humber PR podcast radio uh, program. I assume. And uh, yeah, I just feel totally reinvigorated about the whole world of podcasting. Um, about getting a concise message out there. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that we're learning, and I'm excited. Yeah, that's great. We have uh, we had a guest speaker this week. Oh, who was that? Who's that? Um, he is huge, I guess, in the world of PR, podcast, radio. Um, Sean Spicer came by. Okay. <laughs> Spice man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. former uh, what was he? The speaker of the house for the. No, no. He's actually like a job? cool guy. No, he was White he, House. Uh, yeah, he was a White House. Uh, uh, White House uh, media correspondent. What media. is it called? Not media correspondent. What was he? He was the press guy. He was a press, press secretary. Press mm -hmm. secretary. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that intelligent voice is someone we will not get to know just yet. Oh, but he's welcome to chime in. Yeah, and he was uh, he was very true. Sean Spencer, former, if I may say, president of states. <laughs> I take I take anyone over Mr. Cheeto. Uh so so Sean Spicer came by, hey. Yeah, Sean Spicer came by. Um, he was actually dressed as the Humber mascot, the Humber Lion. Okay. And um, yeah, he got he got beat up pretty bad. Um, and then we took off his mask and we all apologized to him. And then he gave his speech. Wow. To our class. <laughs> so he's really on the tour since because uh, he did Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And now he's doing 
mascot work at Humber. Yeah. Which was, he, that, was it was he was he actually being the mascot or was it more of like a like an introduction, kind of like a funny introduction to his speech? Gone wrong. Gone wrong. Yeah. Um yeah, it was probably it probably was some sort of introduction to his speech, but uh, you know, some of the savage uh, kids out there didn't let him didn't let his intro play out the way he wanted it to. Mm. Um, but that's kind of interesting because that then he kind of spun it in his way, which is a lot of stuff that we're learning about. In uh, oh, he spun his him getting his ass kicked in a costume <laughs> as a positive. Yeah, what it was he, kind of like an ex- <laughs> what did he say? It's kind of uh, interesting spin. He's like, yeah, I just I purposely got beat up to show you that I am tough, actually. Wow. We're like, okay. <laughs> so it's not a great spin. We're like, so do you have like a podcast or something? What's going on? And then... Um, I'm assuming you're the only one who asked that. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was weird. I, th- I guess it's just because I have so much school experience. I'm a little more comfortable asking those kind of questions. Imagine this is the first episode <laughs> of this show you ever listened to. This is so confusing. They're like, this is too much to get into. I'll just, I'll just go back to... Uh, just name any I don't know how podcast. Any, I don't know how anyone could get into our podcast, honestly. Because any like any entry point is incredibly confusing. That's not true. We've got some universal truths. Do we, All right. Mm-hmm. What like, episode uh, would be a good entry episode? Do you, this one, because Andy is newly single. Yeah. Let's talk about it, Andy. Have you been well, on any dates in the last... This You've been withholding this. Yeah. Have you been on dates in the last couple months? Yeah. I I've, know you like those apps. Yeah, I have I have been on a I went I took a <laughs> I took a date to cats. Uh-huh. You took a date to cats. I took a date to cats. <laughs> I I talked about how I liked bad movies and she said she liked bad movies as well. I don't yeah. think she was prepared for what happened uh and the experience which is it was it was too good. No, the movie was so bad, but I get really into the movies. Like how when they're bad, I get really excited. Yeah, you I get, get your evil up. laugh. Yeah, I get my evil laugh. My evil laugh sounds like a machine gun kind of. So it's like a ah, ah, like that. I can't do it for real. But okay. like when it's happening, it's it's terrifying. It's piercing. That's like a you sound like a dog guarding the gates of taste. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So I went and I sat and every, the whole, it was at the Carlton. The entire theater was filled with people who were there to see it, ironically, except for a very uh, old couple next to me <laughs> who genuinely wanted to see it. And I warned them that probably everyone was here to see it, ironically, but they didn't, they didn't listen. And halfway through the movie... Um, it got so intense for me. Like people were laughing, everyone was laughing, but I was laughing really loudly. And my date was kind of quiet, real quiet. In a bit of a, um, she uh, moved a few rows back. She couldn't. It was packed. She was honestly stuck. She was just staring, like just kind of frozen with fear because she was embarrassed for me. Sorry, Andy. Are you honoring the idea that if it hadn't been packed, she might have moved a few rows back? Absolutely. She really would have. She was like, right. I like bad movies, but this guy's fucking way into it. Like right. I was like, oh, like I was cheering, yeah. screaming. Like, this guy doesn't take. even think it's bad. And everyone was <laughs> laughing. Yeah, I know it sounded. And but but the, on top of that, the the one the the woman next to me, the older woman, was so mad at me. She turned to me and she said, "I'm glad you're having a good time, but could you please keep it down?" Wow. Like that. And That's then I was. Really- 
That's really polite. It, no, she was fu- the way she said it was furious. Yeah, but her manners kept her in check. That's it was super. <laughs> that's wasping. what's wrong with millennials today. What? There wasn't a no, no, no. This was the older woman. That's what I'm saying. Okay. She was doing it right. Oh, I see. Millennials would never put that much care into the mannered uh, delivery. Well, here's the thing, though. I then I turned to her and I like laughed in her face. Oh no! Like maniacally, because I was so everyone was laughing. It was her fault. She was. I was like, and I was like, you chose the wrong theater. You and she was she berated a twenty year old for wearing a backpack in the theater because it brushed against her hair. Okay, yeah, she's. You know what I mean? She was yeah. one of those. Go people. to the varsity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She was go like, to one of the small rooms in the varsity. You old yeah. fuck. She was like, just for future reference, you shouldn't wear your backpack because it almost hit me in the head. Like that's what she said. <laughs> wow. She was that person. Yeah. So I, I was almost, just like, I almost got inconvenienced by your backpack. Oh my god. So then I laughed. Even, <laughs> yeah, almost. Then like, I laughed even you. worse, and I was like, it's gonna get worse now. Uh, to her. You're the was, devil. I'm the devil. You're, I was so, I was, I loved that she was still. Wow. So I just threw a date under the bus because then I just was just ruining this couple's time. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. This, I didn't like You've the told date. me this story a couple times and this is the worst version of it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know you were so actively in their face. Yeah. Like I you really, sound like, uh, like I feel like there's one scene in um, The Devil's Advocate. <laughs> where Keanu Reeves is too deep to back out and then Al Pacino like turns to him in a bathroom and makes kind of like devil face and he's like what do you think of the choices you made now that kind of thing <laughs> anyway that's what you sound like I think there was a lot going on in my head probably subconsciously about everything maybe the breakup and all that stuff so maybe there was a lot going on at I mean, that I've time s- I've seen you do stand up where um, as soon as you think the audience isn't into it you decide to make it the worst night of their lives <laughs> yeah if people don't this- laugh I, I just turn the plane toward the audience <laughs> I'd like, fuck it. I just do a suicide run. Yeah. I've yeah. seen you on multiple occasions, and this sounds like a sort of civilian version of that. Uh, become a character you call Eddie Orchard, who talks about making a shit human and then fucking the shit. Okay, okay, all and right. Then, I did that once. I remember you Eddie up, Orchard. What are you talking about? Did you end up horizontal well, on the stage fucking the shit human that you've forced us to imagine hold on i didn't even know andy at the time but i saw an eddie orchard perform when did you see this what how many times have i done this you used to eddie orchard it when i honestly thought i did it once i thought i did it. oh my god no i thought i cried and talked about how my grandmother had passed away and they got everyone got really quiet because they thought it was real i kind of did a little bit of a mini nanette oh (laughs) oh yeah that's that's, you really got the right thing from nanette let's cut that (laughs) part that's what no no no, no, we're Cut that. We're I love Nanette. Nanette. I thought it was great. You love I really Nanette? Did. I did. Okay. I thought it was, yeah. I, it was, but I mean, I was doing something where I was doing stuff, and then I did it. I told a very, like, personal story that turned out to be fake. Everyone was really quiet. And then I jumped up and just started screaming at them again. So that's, I feel like that's the worst uh, way to characterize Nanette. That's Wait, that's happened. not what Nanette was. Did Nanette turn out, to be, out to be fake? No, no, it was real. I know, I know. I thought it was great. No, 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 no. I think we all read the article where uh, Hannah Gatsby came out as straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She just don't. talked about how the special had just been sort of an attempt to try something. I, I read an article that Hannah Gatsby actually pulled off her mask and it was James Fry underneath it all along. A million little pieces. A million little pieces. Wow, the liar. The famed liar. Oh. Yeah. And Oprah was like, why did you do that? Remember when Oprah said that? <laughs> if Hannah Gatsby turned out to be a con artist, we got the title for the article right there. What? The Great Gatsby. Come on. Oh. One of the more renowned con artists yeah. in literature. That is true. That was a good, that was a good book. <laughs> Wait, he's a con artist? Yes. Did you have, You never read it? Well, he's a poor guy that it. pretended to be rich. 
Wait, yeah, that's what I call a con, con artist. Or Not in my society. <laughs> yeah. The rich stay rich and the poor know what they are. Wait, Gatsby's actually poor or the main guy? Nick. Gatsby's no, poor. Gatsby's Nick's, poor. Oh, Nick's not shit. doing great either, but Gatsby's pretending to Gatsby. Gatsby's mm. pretending to be uh, all that. Yeah. yeah. And Maybe a I, bag uh, of chips. Yeah, I guess I didn't take everything away from that great Gatsby that I should have. Gatsby put together his entire persona because he was in love. Because oh. he loved uh, well, Daisy. Daisy. Mm. Who was a very bad driver. But I don't want to ruin Nick, it. Nick saw through it. Here's the big tell that cannot possibly don't travel ruin, Don't down ruin into, the movie. What? The book. We just did. <laughs> that, he's fake. <laughs> no, but... Fake guy. Oh, I thought we already knew that. I thought... No, but like the real thing. You know, the big twist at the uh, end. I honestly don't remember. This. Oh, yeah. Nick and Gatsby are the same guy the whole time. Yeah. Oh, and then Nick puts right. a gun in his mouth and he pulls the trigger and he blows Gatsby out. And then he and Daisy watch <laughs> buildings crash in West Egg. That would be the other way around, man. Gatsby's not Tyler Durden. Gatsby's... Gatsby's Tyler... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Nick's Tyler Durden? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I think Nick's Tyler Durden. No, Gatsby's Tyler Durden, you yeah. fucking cock. Gatsby's a cool guy. Andy, it's I... Nick's perspective. Nick is the main character. <laughs> oh, Nick. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I met the other... I thought it was the other guy. The, the bad guy. Old sport? The jerk guy. What's the jerk guy? Oh, the guy yeah, that... the guy who always says, uh, yeah, the bad guy. Yeah, that's the real bad guy. I don't guy. remember his name, but I feel like it's Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wow, we got deep into literature, and I'm so glad we did. <laughs> what a fun way to introduce our guest. We like to think of ourselves as a carbon-neutral podcast. We put nothing out there, and I think we, actually, we take plenty. Okay, so we're more just like a regular person. <laughs> okay. But uh, somehow along the line, we accidentally affected the world. Everardo did a story, did a story, reported, <laughs> yeah. reported a, reported a bunch of hearsay <laughs> on a Halifax uh, mini legend called Glove Guy. Do you yes. want to refresh people's memories really quickly? Yeah. So I don't know what episode we talked about this, but I mentioned uh, a Halifax urban legend called Glove Guy, who is a man who offers free rides to drunk college students or, or drunk guys leaving the bars of Halifax at two in the morning, whatever. Um, he offers them free rides. The only payment he accepts is he makes them uh, try on a, a pair of leather gloves. Right. And then he reveals that he's actually a glove salesman. And this is like a, some sort of weird guerrilla marketing, I guess, for him. But also, uh, I think he gets some sort of sexual... There's a thrill involved, for there's sure. some sort of thrill for him involved. Yeah, so it's got a sort of Lynchian quality. Hard yeah. to put your finger on. Never goes fully south. But anyway. So I mentioned it, and this was something that I had heard from friends and I had read about on the Halifax Reddit. Um, so I, I, I mentioned it on the podcast. And then a few weeks later, I get an email from a CBC journalist who heard about the story of Glove Guy from this very podcast. And he was doing a story about him and asked if I had any more information. So I gave him the reddits that I read. And um, yeah, then he went off and did his own story. And he did not credit the source of My Gorgeous Son. Oh, that is a lie. I did. So that is... Okay, well, I brought you here to uh, call you out on that, but I guess that was my mistake. And, uh, All right, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. All right, okay, wow. This is, this is, a... is just... So, I guess never mind. Listen, we try... Okay, so, to be clear... I'm pushing this guy. We are the podcast where all we do, it, we are just an excuse for a series of Klingon impressions and talking about how Andy has hooves. But in this one instance, we have 
had some interaction with reality, <laughs> yeah. albeit weird reality, and uh, and we're so happy to have an actual real human guest with a real job, <laughs> not just an improviser pretending job. to sell hot tubs. <laughs> <laughs> so please welcome uh, the very journalist in question, Jackson Weaver. Hello, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Oh, thank you for being here. So I just yeah. realized we could have, uh, by way of introducing you, got you to recount this story, but we burned yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> no, we already we already went. Through. I'd like to Based know. Everything happened. Yeah, is that the story as you understand yeah, it? You, what, know, or... you know a lot more now. Yeah, I mean that was basically. I I was going to Halifax. I mean, a, maybe a week before I was listening to that episode of the podcast. So. I knew nothing about Halifax other than you guys are from there, so that you were my source. And I was just trawling through it, heard that brief reference. Um, and yeah, that's basically the story. I mean, when I pitched that in the newsroom, there was maybe like six or seven people in the room. I think four of them were very confused and didn't know what I was talking about and thought I was crazy. And the other three people were like, oh yeah, and I have like 10 friends that have been in this car. And like it's divided right down the middle, it seems like in Halifax, where like half the people have never heard of this guy, the other half have like been in his car or seen him driving or like know his license plate. Is there any, wow. if you were to define those two halves as like demographics, is there any <laughs> demographic similarities or is it pure coincidence? Well, if you're younger, you have more of a chance to know who he Fuck is. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> boomers drool. <laughs> Well, that's who he's, he's picking up. Most of the people that are, are, were in his car, because I talked to you maybe, uh, I, I quoted, I think, one person in the article that was in his car who actually called the police, and like that's why the club guy ended up uh, getting convicted for some of his, well, crimes, because it was a crime. Um, but I talked to maybe like four or five other people that didn't really want to go on the record, and it's all young guys, all like 18 to like 25-ish, so... People who have friends that, and then also mm. like the the main guy, the guy that I talked to for the article, said that as soon as he um, told his his friend, he like got out of the car, freaked out, told his friend, she's like, "Oh yeah, that's the club guy." People just oh. know because everyone like they had another friend that had been in his car as well. Wow! How long is he? His... Well, as soon as they say that's glove guy, they look back and it's just like putting on a pair of sunglasses and winking, but the sunglasses are gloves, <laughs> and he can't see. And he drives into a fucking tree. <laughs> he gets out and scrambles away. How, how long yeah. has glove guy been can, been you know active? Do, do you um, know, I don't know specifically. I I did get an email. After the story came out about somebody that had had interactions with him, I think, 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago. So, Because when I was like, I mean, this, there's no way he was around at this time. There's no way. How old is he? Because like I had a guy ask me. Have he been me, around like Dickens times? Yeah, <laughs> Dickens times. Yeah. When I was like 20-something, a guy pulled up and was like, hey, man, you look like... Uh... <laughs> What is it, Matt Dillon? He's like, you look a lot like Matt Dillon. He's like, don't anymore. Do you want to drive? <laughs> you want to drive home? And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. And that was like right around. Was it late at night? It was late at night. That Hold was up. probably the guy. But that couldn't be like, if he was, a, I mean, that'd be 20 years ago or something like that. Yeah, so. now you look like. Um, what, who, what do I look like? <laughs> the other Dillon from Entourage. <laughs> Johnny Drama. Daddy drama, yeah. Uh, I don't. I've never seen fucking. Entourage, Have you ever seen so. the episode of uh, Entourage where Johnny Drama comes face to face with Johnny Comedy? <laughs> no. It's like his parallel universe alternate self. Are you fucking kidding? And it's played <laughs> by Matt are, Dillon. What do I? Kevin Dillon pretend. meets Matt Dillon, and Matt Dillon's Johnny Comedy. Jesus. And they're kind of two sides of the uh, Aristotelian. Uh, 
arts. Okay, right now. And Johnny okay. Drama has the sad crying mask, mm-hmm. and then Johnny Comedy has the the smiling mask, and then Johnny Comedy sort of like befriends Vince, and then Vince has to choose which Johnny he wants to take forward in his entourage. Right. It's the same episode where Turtle meets um hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Johnny Comedy. fables going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. Entourage about. goes deep, man. Yeah, entourage goes I've never really seen deep. an episode of Entourage. I don't even really know the references. You've never even seen the crossover episode with Pawn Stars called Pontourage. Pontourage. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I never seen Entourage either. You never seen Entourage. Never seen Entourage. <gasps> no. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Somebody else, yeah, because yeah. I mean, it sounds awful, right? Is it? Is it like? Because yeah. like, I watched every Sex in the City. I just thought it was going to be dumb because I saw all the parodies of it and like what people thought it was. Right. And then when I watched it, I went, oh, this is actually kind of a like a, a good uh, a, a good story. Yeah, you were like, I thought this was just going to be a bunch of sex, but there's also stuff the about city. the city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but is Entourage what it it like? What everyone says it is, it's just bros talking about like. Getting famous and fucking chicks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> Pretty much. That's yeah. not what I want. I don't want to watch a fucking show about the that. The last episode is them walking to a screening of uh, the Lady Ghostbusters armed to the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to black right before Johnny Drama opens fire. It's, it's a really dangerous show. Um, <laughs> Are you glad you came on this podcast? <laughs> Oh, ruin your reputation. reputation. Uh, It's one of these times when I'm genuinely glad we're in Canada sometimes because what you give up in uh, people knowing about you, you get back in people not being able to get mad at you. Yeah. Because they don't know about you. Yeah, but the problem is it's out there. So if you ever do go out and do things in America, people can start digging into your past. Picnic phase is huge, though. It's still huge. It's, I mean,. Uh, I don't know if you know Picnic Face much, Rolly, being... <laughs> yeah, I remember my son dabbled. <laughs> Good job keeping up with the canon because I have a hard time calling him fucking Rolly, so that's yeah. great. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Well, I mean, um, but like, uh, I was a huge fan of Picnic Face, Power Thirst. I told some friends yesterday, I'm like, oh, I'm going to podcast with a guy that was um, in, in the Power Thirst, the guys who made Power Thirst, and he freaked out. He was like mm-hmm. a huge fan. Um, and I remember, like, and you're saying like things in your past... Uh, I remember the episode, or yeah, the sketch where like you're talking about Vancouver. No, no, and, no, and- <laughs> no, God, no, yeah. oh no, the one, yeah, the one where. Uh, uh, Andy, fuck you, man! Andy, <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> All right, continue. According to anyone, oh, according to Andy, he uh, is uh, made to say that he doesn't like uh, Asian. Listen, <laughs> we're not. This thing is going to destroy me. Well, we'll keep the past in the past and get back to Glove Guy. Now, for yeah. anyone who's uncertain, we are, of course, not talking about the hamburger helper hand, <laughs> which is a common confusion. <laughs> Who is still at large and, as far as I know, is assaulting people. Oh. The hamburger helper hand. Yeah, oh yeah. We're trying to hit cancel that hand. <laughs> yeah. He's... There's only so much he can do that isn't inappropriate. He's a hand. <laughs> the one part of a man's body you don't want to interact with. Yeah. I don't want to shake it. I don't want to see it. Yeah. In my utopia, men lose their hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they just they just uh, punch nubs together. Yeah, punch your nubs. You <laughs> punch. <laughs> so wait a second. I, I I've heard that like the you you talked to the glove guy, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you had a you you actually reached out yeah. to him. Well, I had to, yeah, to, to yeah, do the story. To, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And how did he? Oh, respond? is that due diligence? You can't just get an improviser to pretend they're him and then interview that person because that's what we would do. 
that's what we have done. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, I reached out to him. He got pretty mad at me. I mean, at first he was like trying to set the record straight. And I mean, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to talk to him because like there were a lot of rumors swirling around. What had happened is there's another podcast in Halifax um, called Nighttime Podcast um, run by a guy named Jordan Bonaparte. And he interviewed a couple of guys that... No relation to... Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just clearing that up. <laughs> I don't know. There's, like this, this podcast, the universe of this podcast kind of like intersects with some tune world and tv world i think there's some stuff out there that so it's possible it is possible but i don't i don't i haven't checked i mean i, I i'd have to verify i gotta say that yeah. canonically in our world napoleon is the same one from bill and ted's who just eats ice cream and gets called a pig <laughs> <laughs> so that's who napoleon is yeah. does. Anyway, i mean you could check with him i don't know he, he could be but i don't think so i want to so, talk to him so i talked to him um and he i mean had all these anecdotal stories from these people that said he they were in his car um there was a video actually that somebody took in glove guy's car um so that i went to him because i was like to tell both sides of the story like there there must be more to this um can you like let me know what people are missing like why you're so mad about this um and he kind of hemmed and hawed we went back and forth he told me some things and then he told me that i mean uh, this the whole story is so ridiculously long but after the nighttime podcast story came out what glove guy did is he ended up registering nighttime podcast as his own business with the Nova Scotia <laughs> Registry of Joint Stock Companies. Whoa. So he copied and he copyrighted it as his own, or he registered it as his own with Nova Scotia. And then he told me that. So then that was like my sort of scoop, I guess. So then I went so back to So we got to him. copyright my gorgeous yeah, son. Yeah, because he could do that. He could basically copyright us. And then out. what? We wouldn't be able to use my gorgeous son anymore? Theoretically, I think there's like, there's like a court case going on now. Like Jordan Bonaparte, like, <laughs> oh, no. went, like, he, it's like, I think he's still like fighting to like retain because it's like, it's a serious thing. Like, he theoretically can't. Like do a lot of business related things because it's it's not mm. under his name. I like I'm not reporting Whoa. on it anymore, so I don't know. Glove guy happened. is devious. Yeah, and then he made yeah, it. Glove he's... guy is snapping back on <laughs> yeah. these local podcasts. When Glove guy snapped back. <laughs> that's 2020. <laughs> okay, so you're talking to him. You find out about all this. Let me ask you. You say he was convicted. Yeah. Uh, was that? How did that come about? And what exactly was he convicted on? Like, what was the crime? Um, I want to... marketing? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going around the man? <laughs> yeah. I believe it was um, indecent acts. Uh, I just can't remember the exact, like, phrasing of, of, of the crime. Um, but, yeah, um, he exposed himself in the car, too. Oh. Yeah, so okay, it, was, yeah. it, 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 it moved down. past just gloves. Oh, far, yeah, far past yeah. gloves. In, in in this in this case that like went through courts and was, he was convicted. He I think he pled guilty. I believe it's it's in the story. I mean, I hope I'm not getting the story wrong because it was like a couple months ago. But yeah, he pled guilty. He was in the courts. Um, and yeah, that's well, and I talked to the guy that um went to court for that. And um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, Damn. glove guy. <laughs> um, it's inappropriate after what we just learned, but um, you guys know what glove guy calls his glove compartment? You want just a compartment? <laughs> he calls it the compartment because it goes without saying that there's gloves in there. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> Does that I, mean, I don't Does that know. get us back to treating this now we know a criminal <laughs> as a lighthearted farce? I just want to know why. Okay, glove guy, you're obviously a creep and you did. A lot of bad things. Okay, one second. <laughs> Just to call this out before you proceed. M-Guy is now talking to you, glove guy. 
Go on. Because I know you got a Google alert and are going to sue us and are listening to this. But, you know, you actually had nice gloves. And I don't know why you had to resort to this kind of uh, deviant behavior to sell these gloves. Wait. He also sells gloves. But you, he ma- yeah, the gloves are th- he, that's the whole thing. Oh, yeah. they're exquisite. That's the gloves, the that's gloves what... are actually nice. Yeah, they're apparently fantastic and like yeah. really well made. And he's he's a glove salesman, and he I think he like I don't know if he still does, but for a while he was like selling them um, at like there's like some sort of like like not farmers market In, obviously uh, but some sort Bears of like Bears Lake is like yeah. a <laughs> business park near oh. Halifax. I guess like oh, yeah. uh, a lot of d- stores, I guess, and a cineplex and stuff. Mm. I yeah, I heard he was going out to Bears Lake in like parking lots and selling people, trying to sell these gloves uh-huh. to like men leaving Tim Hortons or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah, I don't, I don't know how he's selling them, but yeah, he had a website um, and yeah, the reviews for the gloves are like really good. Did you link to his website? Wow. I think so. Love the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think it's lovetheglove.com or .ca. Love I the glove. So. Yeah, I think so. Well, we know he knows about URLs. Oh, yeah. And he has YouTube videos oh, yeah. of him like modeling the gloves. Yeah. I don't know if it's if it's him or not modeling the gloves. It could be. I don't know. Love the gloves. I don't, I don't think you see his face. That's him. There we go. There he oh, he's got some Chris. He's got a Christmas thing. So he's he's updating this stuff. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. weird. Uh, I just logged on to jacksonweaver.ca and it's just oh, a God. picture of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got you for sure. Oh wow! Premium wow, quality, man. genuine leather gloves for driving. Mm. So, as soft as a human skin, but no, it's not made of that. Stop saying that. I've never done that, but it's not like that. I'm not Buffalo Bill. <laughs> That's what he says. Uh, the tagline: I'm wait, not Buffalo uh, Bill. Do we, the testimony? How, how locked down is my gorgeous son? As like, a, it's not locked down at all. We should like register it or something. I don't know. Because he could register it in Nova Scotia and then it could be like. Or we let him buy the URL and that's the freedom we've all been seeking (laughs) (laughs) to finally move on with our lives. Jackson, uh, not only are you a journalist, but you seem to be a well-adjusted young man. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because ostensibly this podcast is about helping Andy. Yeah. And um, so, Andy, have you gone on any other dates? You said uh, you went to Cats. Have you done any other app stuff? What's going on with your dating life? No, it's right fine. I mean, I, like, tell us your week. Well, like I said, I, I embarrassed myself at Cats. That was embarrassing. That was not good. Did that um, end there? I yeah, it was fine. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like awful. They were like, I'll never talk to you again. But it just was kind of. You could tell. I went on a, I, you could right just vibe. sort of tell. They're Not like, the all right, right see you later. Yeah. We had a little conversation. It was like uh, talking about how it was, uh, it's so nice when you can just um, decide not to talk to someone uh ever again and then you just never do oh my god we actually had that conversation without actually saying i'm not interested in talking to you again yeah it was just a really friendly like bye and then we just never texted each other again we both ghosted that's each other that's it was really good. nice that's it was like nice that, that conversation in pulp fiction between uma and john travolta at the mm-hmm. kitty cat club or whatever yeah except then they would just leave and the movie would end yeah and andy i think this girl is your your soulmate yeah, we both so? can't have the same point of view where it's like it's fine to just end, ghost and end things without officially ending it. It's really so I should just hang out and be with someone I don't like uh, in any way, really? I was actually that talk- sounds perfect for you. Yeah, I was okay. talking to someone um, who was at Cats and saw you there, and they were like, You kept going between talking to this old woman 
who really didn't want to hear from you, or turning to an empty seat and asking how it was doing. <laughs> Can I also ask, what was the like rationale between choosing cats for the date of, yeah. of every great movie out right now? Well, I wanted to see a bad movie. We both talked about how we liked bad movies, uh. and I thought that would be a fun thing to do mm-hmm. because we both like bad films, and, and um, I just feel like she was maybe just being agreeable and didn't realize what a bad, really what... I wanted to see, which is or what you know. She yeah, was she like, wasn't a true blue bad. Movie. She wasn't a true blue bad movie. She didn't like the room or like Troll Two or any of those things. She was more of a Sharknado person, and that's bullshit. Oh. <laughs> Sharknado, you know Sharknado what? Is fucking you gar- dodged a bullet. Yeah. You know yeah. what? We're not always on the same side of these issues, Andy. But I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Exactly. Where they're like, I love bad movies. Sharknado is so yeah, awful. Yeah. It's like, no, that's just fucking. Okay, you pushed it one step too far. <laughs> Fuck that. Into your woman impression. Okay, well that's not what she. I just mean, I no, I mean like people. I don't mean her specifically yeah yeah she was yeah. fine um yeah exactly you you don't want this kind of studio cynical uh cartoon of a bad movie yeah you want a bad movie created by people who tr- really tried their best to yes make something. you want to see people fail yeah i want to see pure failure that's yeah. the evil in they you. succeeded the in making scale yeah they cats. made it, they succeeded in making a bad movie with with sharknado mm. but like Cats was yeah. supposed to be some kind of iconic film, and and the room. Well, Tommy was always trying to make you know an Academy Award winning feature. Yeah, like all of those things. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's like a love that's put into those. We things. know about the big ones: The Room, Troll Two, uh, and now Cats. Um, Jackson, do you have a favorite um, bad movie that you like to sort of watch and uh, chuckle along to? Uh, Birdocalypse. Oh, I've actually never seen that Bird, one. I've seen it. Birdocalypse is yeah, Birdolo- that's, that's it's true. one of the worst movies ever made. There's a part where he's trying Bird to get into a uh, like a locked minivan or something, and they yeah. just like are scratching the side of the car with their keys for about a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's absolutely. Neil Breen yeah. is another guy who does like he did a movie called Fateful Findings, which is mm. absolutely fantastic. Mm. He's a uh, he made a lot of money in real estate. And then decided to put it all into filmmaking. And a lot of it is just about he plays a Jesus figure and how people don't understand him. Oh, and a lot that. of young women really want to sleep with him. But he's also that like a karate best. guy, right? Yeah. Or no, is that someone else? Oh, that might be someone else. Yeah, I don't so, hate a lot of movies, else. though. There's only probably two movies that I've ever, three movies that I've ever seen that I've like viscerally hated. Oh, okay, like what? Um, uh, District 9. Oh. You hated District you hated 9. hated District 9. I... I Please, hate. Please, I'm yeah. curious. Tell us why. Yeah. Tell I thought it was okay. Oh, I can rip, it. The whole rip it. Rip it. Rip it up. Rip it. Rip it okay, up. Okay, so, I mean, just it, the insultingly thin veneer about how it's about apartheid. It's like, it's just so, it bashes you over the head with it in a stupid analogy sort of way. Um, but then right. also just the mechanics of the universe, like an alien ship parks over a city in South Africa and stays there for like three months and no world government does anything. When they come down, they all the aliens just like didn't bring enough food to last a trip, even though they've mastered interstellar travel. The government, instead of putting them into like a facility, they just put them in a chain fence link enclosure and they let people come and go as they want. They get addicted to cat food, which is just regular meat. So if you're addicted to cat food, you'd be addicted to like ground meat or any other kind of meat. And then the main alien gets turned into... No, sorry. The main guy gets turned into an alien through battery acid, which is just battery acid. It's not DNA. And even if it was DNA, it wouldn't turn you into something. They have two (laughs) arms, two legs. And just that movie, it just made me very mad to watch it. Everything that happened just upset me. You should have an issue with with the logic. I hate this fucking movie. (laughs) You know, I love that movie movie and now I don't like it anymore. So, yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. Fuck District 9. I also hate that part when that little kid 
uh, takes that one little alien into his house and then they eat all that food and pizza and then they like know each other and the kids in school, but they're getting drunk together because the aliens like <laughs> raiding all the beer from his fridge and then the alien wants to go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I, um, dad, I think you're thinking of the wrong movie. Am I? Yeah. I think you're thinking of a movie called <gasps> Mac and Me. That's good. Okay, we got to motor into our favorite bit. And uh, Jackson, you have to help us with it. Unless you actually have to go because we kept you for so long. Everardo has a script that we've been reading and we've been neglecting it. Um, Ev, set this up as quick as you can. Okay, back in Halifax, I was hired to uh, fix up a a script from an Italian man who wrote a story about teen models at an international model (laughs) academy. And my job was to fix the English modernize it by adding cell phones and and tone down the sexiness yeah and, and it is so far the horniest script we've <laughs> it ever is read. so horny and so bad we've really like there's so many characters they're all models with perfect bodies except <laughs> one is a woman with like a norm like a, a lovely body that used to be perfect she, <laughs> yeah because she's a bit older and one's yeah. curvy and one of them's curvy yeah. the brazilian one but they're all brunettes um, so we're on page um 18 all oh right. wow we're deep into it Wow. So, yeah, the last, uh, basically where we are in the script, they've been, the girls have all met. They've had their first day of school. And they have a homework assignment from their teacher, Matilda, to find charisma. Charisma, yeah. And like that's kind of a vague term that we don't fully know what it means yet, but I I guess it means, I guess just charm or pizzazz that a model would have. We're guessing it means charisma. Yeah, I guess charisma. (laughs) But. Oh, and so honestly, we're meeting based on what we've read so far we're not sure yeah and so now we've we've kind of met all the uh, uh we're meeting all the students in their they're all paired up in their apartments and we're getting a little bit more of their backstory so we just heard isabella's backstory or no we heard michaela's backstory and now on page 18 uh scene 18 or 17 i guess we'll we'll get into isabella's backstory Terrific. And uh, one of the many fun features of this is that uh, there's so many stage directions before (laughs) every line. Every single line is preceded by that character being enforced by the writer to like move to the other side of the room or adjust how they're sitting. There's nothing left to the imagination of the actor. This scene starts halfway through the page and the stage directions continue for the whole page. Yeah. So we're, we're beginning. We're in Madrid. It's an aerial view of the skyline of the city of Madrid. Then it's a panoramic view of the luxury building in the Plaza Major, Major, I don't know, in Madrid. Then we push in on the street. Isabella, smiling, is wearing a blue miniskirt, blue jacket, high heels. She's walking and she enters a luxurious building. Inside the reception's room, luxury building. Is uh, Isabella Happy is in the room of the reception of the building, where there is sitting Mama Isabella, 45 years, Spanish, brown eyes, dark short hair, tall and thin, wearing modestly clothes, black skirt and a gray sweater. Mama Isabella mentions a smile, turns to Isabella. Okay, so I'll be Mama I- Isabella. All right. Why are you so happy? Now Isabella hugs Mom Isabella and smiles. Jackson, do you want to play Isabella? All right. They got me. I go to the most important modeling school in the world. I'm leaving next week for Milan. We are only six girls selected all over the world. In that moment, passes by the window of the reception, a tenant luxury building, 40 years. 
So just to repeat, <laughs> oh. so this appears to be a building walking by. <laughs> we were not. Oh, a tenant of the luxury yes, a building. Tenant of the building. <laughs> okay, come on. I, thought, I honestly thought it was a building with like, tenants in it. It's been forty years. <laughs> okay, this is a forty-year-old building. Forty-year-old building with a perfect body. Okay, this is a tenant. This is presumably a, fem- a female tenant because it's Spanish, brown eyes, long blonde hair, dyed blonde. Clearly, was a brunette. Everyone's a brunette. Uh, long and lean, or low, low and lean, <laughs> wearing clothes, very elegant. See the enthusiasm. What does low and lean mean? I, again, it sounds like it's defining a building. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, see, <clears throat> see the enthusiasm. Yeah, I think low and lean must mean short and thin. Low and lean. <laughs> short and thin. Because it's not describing the clothes or anything like that. Yeah, it sounds like how you describe like a diet meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, low calorie, lean uh, fat. Anyway, see the enthusiasm of which, honestly, based on the objectification of this script, is perfect. Yeah, we're literally describing these women as meat now. Uh, see the enthusiasm of Isabella and her mom, and stops curiously watching superficially as she looks the animals in a cage in a zoo. All right, Mama Isabella, enthusiastic, turns to tenant luxury building that looks annoyed. My daughter has been taken in the most famous modeling school in the world, in Milan. She will leave next week. Tenant luxury building grumbling looks annoyed, Isabella. Moves away quickly. Isabella is speechless. Mama Isabella shrugs and turns to Isabella. Holy shit. So this is tenant luxury building says. (laughs) They take everything, even the poor girls. Where, Where will it end the fashion? Exclamation point. Three exclamation points. And then an ellipsis. And then an ellipsis. Um... Mama Isabella snorts, turns to Isabella, who looks with hatred towards the tenant luxury building that goes away. Forget it. She's not even the worst that lives in this building. My love, I'm happy that you go away from this place. Same punctuation. Isabella snorts, turns to Mama Isabella, smiles. You can count on, and then I will take away you too. Mama Isabella smiles, approaches Isabella. Yes, but without urgency. Don't worry. I have fun here. There are so... Comical women enriched, which is a show watching them. Where can you find such a concentration of stupidity every day of the year? Isabella smiles. Yes, but after a whole life of sacrifice, it would be right that now it's up to you to look through the glass. Mama Isabella, serious, smiles, pats Isabella's hair. No, my love. I would not be capable of such malice and envy. Believe me, there is no point of observation of human stupidity that can be better than a reception. If I could write, if I could, I would write a book. Life view from a reception. <laughs> Isabella laughs, hugs her mom. And when I will be famous, I'll let you write your book, and both we will be successful. Cut out of flashback. <laughs> Was that a flashback? Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, that is a flashback. Uh, I guess Isabella's telling her roommate, Michaela, her whole backstory. All right. Because the scene before Michaela tells her 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 backstory, yeah, of being I don't know. Wow, I guess well, wow. that's all we'll do. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> good right. for so now. Just to recap, what ha- what what just happened? So she's talking to her roommate Michaela, and her backstory is that her backstory is that in Spain, her mom worked at the reception of a ho- fancy hotel, I guess, and the tenant and the tenant was, was rude. Was rude, <laughs> and so and called her poor. So it's called so her daughter. Isabella poor. wants to make it to get her mom out of this situation. Yes, is that it? I think so. Well, that's nice. That's yeah, actually kind of nice. That's like the, honestly the most normal scene <laughs> yeah. we've so, read. Ev, if you could 
modernize that, where would you put a cell phone in that seat? <laughs> what are you thinking? I would have. I wouldn't even have Isabella there. I'd have her texting her mom all this news. It's all on the screen, uh, like you yeah. And then the tenant yeah. would be like, "Hey, like, get off your phone. I need something. Yeah. Get off your modern cell phone. Yeah, which get looks off, good. Wow. When get off your iPhone now? 11 <laughs> and <Yeah>. help me." <laughs> and then she's uh, like, "Oh, my daughter got accepted." And then he's rude. You know that shoehorning cool. cell phones into movies and stuff is always amazing. It always works well. Yeah, it's always a timeless cell phone. Thing. I can't remember what. It's, no, cellular. Cellular. 2004. Uh, mm. Ryan receives a call on his cellular phone from Jessica Martin saying she's been kidnapped and is going to be killed soon. Huh? However, she does not know where she is and his, and his cell phone's battery is low. And it's with Chris Evans and Jason Statham. And Whoa. she just stuck and it's her on the phone the whole time. And he's trapped Damn. not in a trunk, though? No, she's trapped in a, in a attic. So, in an attic. So the ticking time bomb is a, a, a cell battery yeah, that may or may not <laughs> last. I can't remember oh. why he can't charge it. but And then there's, there's a part where she, like, I don't smashes the, right the phone or somebody smashes the phone. And then she she's like a like a science teacher, so she like uses her science skills to like rebuild the phone on the ground while she's handcuffed, and then like talks into it and dials with like Morse code or something. It's really Whoa, bad. I think God. I remember this movie. And is this Sandra Bullock? No, it's no. Chris Evans. Yeah, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Hmm. Jason Statham. William H Macy. Jessica Biel. There's a lot of famous people in this star-studded cast. Yeah. yeah, that's like cats. There's so many. F- I want to see that. I'm gonna see it. Yeah, it's a lot like of famous cats. people. A lot of famous it's people. Our go-to cats. reference for famous people. I'm gonna movie. honestly. There's a lot of actors gonna, in it. I'm gonna bring Just everything like, back to cats as much as I can. Cats for is, the next six months. Cats is fun. Cats is a really fun time. You you were the one who sort of inspired me to go to Cats. I'll and say. I really do recommend it to anyone who can see it in theaters. It's a fucking blast. Yeah, it's insane. It in I theaters. gotta the see The thing this. that ruined it for or like. Not ruined it for me, but what it ruined for me was that I realized the first two notes of the TTC like door closing chime and the first two notes of Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat are the same. Whoa. So I can't ride the subway anymore without just reciting the entire song in my head. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Another bad. thing you've ruined, TTC. <laughs> That's fun. And uh, frankly, my favorite thing about cats is like I really hope that Ian McKellen and Judy Dench both die. <laughs> before they can make another film. <laughs> I really want this to be their lasting legacy. This humiliating oh foray into abject shittiness. <laughs> I want Judy Dench's last moment on screen to be turning to a camera and saying, cats are not dogs. <laughs> and then this lingering image of her licking her own fucking raised leg in a cat bed. Oh my God. It just, what a humiliating thing. Oh, like this she, is absolutely- She defended it. She said it was art. Of course she did, because she's fucking lost her mind. Because as soon as you get damned by the queen, you become shit. Well, Ian McKellen, honestly, I thought did an okay job. He he actually of of all of them, I you think he was no he I agree he, he at he first somehow. his first ten minutes are just morbid when he yeah. keeps doing meows and hisses. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. It's incredible. But Wait, the his... actors are like meowing. And yeah, shit. there's oh no rules. God. Well, the thing is, they aren't. He is the only person who's doing it. He's just well, yeah. he's the one who's he like liberties. Brow. Like yeah, just... and you're watching Ian McKellen, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, I honestly <laughs> thought you, as a wizard, saying you shall not pass, and then like telling Frodo you're proud of him was going to be the lowest you would sink. But this is lower. He's, sub- he's a rich man who subjected himself to being remembered as a cat. Man. As a terrible fucking cat who hisses and meows. Dude. But it is really fun how, I don't even know, have we talked about this? There's the lack of rules in cats. Did we talk about this last week? I think, I think you so. Did, did yeah. you? Yeah, we did. Maybe we did. But I just I... love how like some of the cats are like, 
Some have clothes, some don't. Some have clothes, some don't. And then, like, what's his name? The sexy fucking Bowie cat who wants to fuck. Uh, what's his name? Jason uh, Derulo? Yeah, who's he playing? Uh, Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger, yeah. yeah. How, like, his whole thing is like, uh, if you offer me a, cat, a rat, I'd rather have a mouse. And he's yeah. like a hard to please cat that seems based in the reality of cats, but then Ian Mc, of like cats as we know them. Yeah. But then Ian McKellen's cat is like a former Shakespearean actor. actor. It's like, but that's a human thing. So. What was truly fascinating though to me was that how it conditioned everyone to laugh at it without not really understanding it was doing that. Like so, all of the, because of the rules, some cats are naked and some cats have clothes, and you sort of just get some used. Some cats are uh, have. Uh, Wear crop tops. And which cats are those? Yeah. <laughs> T.S. Eliot here. T.S. Eliot. To tell you I'm horny. From this, some cats, but not others. Honestly, but not others. Not all of them. This made me think T.S. Eliot's a dummy. Because I was like, maybe T.S. Eliot's a fucking idiot. I read that he was sounds... on his deathbed just like scrawling this out with like fucking poisons flowing through his veins. While doctors <laughs> held a gun to him like, uh, like fucking... Do it. Write about cats, you fucking idiot. I hate you. But I just want to just list one thing before we go. Because this last thing is like, the, the Edris Elba has clothes on the whole time. He's wearing like, I don't know, some like fucking like leather jacket to he's show that like he's a, a bad duster, guy. A duster and a fedora. A yeah. duster and a fedora. <laughs> and his whole thing is he just makes people disappear. Apparently it wasn't in the play oh and they needed God. to add an antagonist. Oh, it was definitely not in the play. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The play. Or, yeah. So, I know that's technically not wrong, but wow, that's funny. So... So he's he has this duster on, and we're used to seeing it. And at the very end, he shows up for some reason without the duster. Yeah. So everybody looks at it, and all we can think of is like, "Oh my God, Edris Elba's like butt naked right now." <laughs> oh yeah, we've and, been conditioned. <laughs> we've been yeah. conditioned, and the whole it was supposed to be a big serious moment. And the whole place burst out laughing. Yeah, and my date <laughs> was like trying to leave. <laughs> She's trying to get out of there. She was like, "I hate this." Well, <laughs> that's all so nice. Uh, it's great to talk about cats again, and I would say repeat ourselves. <laughs> Which is honestly this uh, podcast. Speaking of which, Silent Bob, did you see cats? Oh, he's puking into a bowl. <laughs> do you have a trivia game or should we get the hell out of here? I do have a trivia game. Okay, this will be our last bit. Super fast. My favorite thing. Oh, you're, oh, Jackson favorite is thing. Okay. actually halfway out the door and we're <laughs> pulling him back <laughs> okay. with Andy's scorpion-like uh, torpedo that he's shooting from his uh, chest. Yep, I uh, have that. Yeah. A, a chest? What? How Scorpion, Scorpion does it through his fucking palm, man. Yeah, Get we, over here. Palm. We yeah. never really addressed all of this, these horrible things coming off of your body, but it's what, what very are the horrible things coming Jackson, off of my body? What do you think of them? What do you think of Andy's latest tattoo? Andy, why don't you describe it? What? Describe your latest tattoo for the listeners. It just at home. says, I'm okay. That's it. That's it. It's a nice tattoo. That That's says, nice. I, yeah. But then it says it over top of a District 9 poster, which is infuriating me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. A, a District 9 poster, like a screen print of it. I yeah. got it as a tattoo because I'm a, such a big fan of it. And I yeah. think, I really think it handles apartheid well. <laughs> uh, what I'm about, just alluding my to favorite it. tattoo that you've got is you've made your asshole look like Darth Vader's helmet with a speech bubble coming out of it saying, Luke, I'm your father. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, thanks, I think man. that's cute. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm really glad that I got that. Okay, so this is a re- revisiting an old trivia game, Netflix or not. I don't know if you remember that, where yes. I'll uh, talk about some shows and you guess whether they are on Netflix or they're not. Okay. But and this is Netflix or not, Disney Plus version. And as soon as this is done, or maybe there's a little fun intermission, we'll do Netflix or not, <laughs> where... Uh, I will make a little sound, and you have to tell me if that's the sound of a guy getting flicked in the nuts or something else. That okay. would actually be a good game. Very fun. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, are these on Disney Plus or not? Oh, Disney Plus or not. Uh, the Shaggy DA 
When a successful lawyer, Will B. Daniels, returns from vacation to find his home has been burglarized, he decides to clean up the town by running for DA, um, but also turns into a dog sometimes. Is that... Yeah, that's absolutely... <laughs> no. That, There's no way. Yeah, it is. is that's that, a real that's thing? That's a movie. That's, a full, that's definitely a movie. So, yeah. But that's your description. Yeah, it, it doesn't say he also turns into a dog sometimes on Disney+. Plus. It's too casual. Uh, well, I have the full description, but it's too long. So oh, I see. But basically, so asking, it does say that he does just turn into a dog sometimes. Right, but that's your you're paraphrasing. Okay, so you're asking that, if this is a movie or not, not if the if the no if it's on Disney Plus or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. that's, so, yeah it's definitely on. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. All right. For sure. Um, just to be controversial, I'll say no. It is. I'm it sure is. it is. I'm you sure know, it is. A DA? Like, there's kids yeah. movie about a district attorney. <laughs> a district attorney. Yeah, the shaggy DA because it's it kind of sounds like dog. DA does? I mean, I think it's because of the D in there. The, D, the shaggy yeah. DA. Because you wouldn't be the shaggy, like, judge. That's not good. Wait, <laughs> DA doesn't sound like dog. <laughs> but it's got a D in it. But he's running for district attorney. The shaggy <laughs> DA. Running? I honestly oh, yeah. believe that's this why is they the, did it. This is the plot. His house got robbed, so he decides to <laughs> run for district attorney for some reason. And then also, for another reason, gets turned into a dog sometimes. Is it a witch? No, it's a ring. A ring. It's a ring. And he also has to deal with the fact that he also has to deal with the fact that he's like kind of getting estranged from his son a bit or something like that. You've seen this. Um oh I yeah. He's getting <laughs> that strange from it's, his it's son. Strange. It's strange. Strange. It's strange. Getting that strange. Yeah, I'm sure. It's that, like he's that working too hard. Part of it. He's working too hard, so his son is like anyway. Is uh, it is that real? Anyway, it's real. It is a sequel to the Shaggy Dog. The Shaggy DA. Yeah. yeah. I'm just so baffled that a district attorney. <laughs> oh, did he get turned into the dog in the Shaggy Dog? And then the Shaggy In DA... the Shaggy Dog, it's his father who gets turned into the dog. And then this okay. is like 20 years later, and it's the son oh, I, I, I who gets cursed it's by the same ring see. for some reason. But, so that feels like there must be parts of this movie where kids are being told what a DA does <laughs> and why that's a desirable job. Yeah, because if you get robbed, the obviously you're gonna run for district attorney wow okay so great. that is on netflix that's okay. disney plus or yeah disney plus sorry let's get this right that's sorry. our <laughs> sponsor okay right. now how about this on disney plus this is uh an older movie the apple bottom boys hilarity ensues when the apple bottom boys find a huge gold nugget in a field while everyone in town is after their claim the boys must use their wits to prevent their bottoms from getting spanked <laughs> I think that's true too. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I mean, that is my favorite lyric in a song: "Apple Bottom Boys <laughs> and the Jeans on the Boys." Wow. Um, Apple Bottom Boys, yes. I, I, I feel like Andy's going to be right about this, but it just seems crazy to me that their bottoms are getting spanked. So I'm going to have to say no. But it does feel like that's like a little rascal's punishment not to want. Like, boys at that age just don't want to get spanked. This is like an old, old Disney movie, too. Right. <laughs> yeah, Apple Bottom doesn't feel like current. I mean, if it was current, <laughs> they would be aware of the new <laughs> meaning of Apple Bottom. Yeah. Which would be like, thick boys. <laughs> okay. These thick boys with gorgeous asses are going to get spanked um, by mom. Mommy. So what Mommy. do you guys think? Is that on D plus or not? I shortened I mean, it to sure. D plus. I'm gonna go with it. It's on the D plus. Let's go with uh, sure. Yeah, let's go with that's on Disney plus. Okay, it is not on Disney oh, plus. Shit, but it's is it real? Plus. 
Uh, well, let's see. What about uh, what about this one? Is the Apple bottom Apple Bottom Boys rides again? Is With that on Disney Plus? <laughs> What the hell? Yes, the, there's the more trouble song. afoot as the Apple Bottom Boys can't stop getting their bottoms spanked. <laughs> this time the boys have gone <laughs> oh, that's not true. west to Hollywood. Let's see if the Apple Bottom Boys keep out of trouble and keep those bottoms from getting spanked on the Sunset Strip. <laughs> that's oh, not true. Okay. No way. Um, Are they? <laughs> damn, you know what? I'm going with good. I'm going with yes. I'm doubling down on yes. I gotta lie. I gotta come clean. The Apple Bottom Boys is not on Disney Plus, but that is a movie that I am in. I am working on it. You, you're right. <laughs> so we, they, they, that's not a movie. There is a movie called The Apple Dumpling Gang. Oh, that's so that's it's a it trick oh. question, you which I realized me. that uh, once I started doing this, that this game fu- fell apart. <laughs> Fuck Apple Bottom Boys. Why did I think that was real? I, I thought, really thought I, it was. honestly, I thought you guys would all immediately know it was fake. It's the first time I've been like, duped. But uh, yeah, I'm looking yeah. like the Apple Dumpling Gang, right? Yeah, the oh Apple Dumpling Gang is real, and Three I, I think a lot children of children strike gold in, in uh, California. Yeah, so I took a lot of it. It's kind of inspired by the Apple Dumpling. You're just game. ripping off an older movie. <laughs> yeah, but this is the Apple Bottom Boys, and they What's... and they the thing with them is they get their bottoms spanked when they're bad. Yeah, they, <laughs> but they don't want that. <laughs> and they'll go to any length to avoid. I mean, fuck, like, that makes more sense than the Shaggy DA. It <laughs> really true. does. Yeah. Yeah, all you right. should have one where the Apple Bottom Boys all want the same DA position, <laughs> but and the only the one who gets it doesn't get spanked. Everyone else gets spanked for being just simple lowly lawyers. Oh, that would have been good. Well, another game that uh, fell apart almost immediately. No, that was good. You saw it through. I like Apple it. Bottom Boys. Any producers out there want to want to help make this a reality? I think it could be on Disney Plus. Yeah. All well, right. I still haven't seen any Disney Plus. Andy has. I know you've been watching. I've seen all of Mandalorian. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Really liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I like all of Disney stuff. I think and Disney let is me great. Ask you something. <laughs> yes. Um, the premise of Mandalorian. This mm-hmm. is different from the film that we watched, where it's like a Back to the Future type thing, except the DeLorean is a man, <laughs> and Marty McFly has to somehow get him up yeah, to like because 88 miles a, per hour because by torturing him and whipping him. There's a comma and a question mark there, because Man. it's Mandalorian? Oh, oh, that's different. That's if the, there was a yeah. comma, that yeah. would be more kind of like Man. casual. Like, Mandalorian? Yeah. DeLorean? Yeah, that's what we watched. Oh, no, I watched Man... Just man, space, DeLorean. Oh! <laughs> Where the DeLorean has been replaced by a man. Jackson Weaver, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank thank you guys for, I mean, giving me the scoop in the in the beginning. You oh guys God. actually use that word, scoop? Um, like, reporters use scoop? I got <laughs> a scoop, boss. I guess. Yeah, we wear those like press hats too with the little thing oh, on the top. press ticket. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's how we get around. And he's trying to get some dignity back right at the end of the episode by roasting you, Jackson. <laughs> Don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thank you, Jackson. Uh, Jackson, uh, how can people find your work online? Is that something you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're looking to read some stuff, you can, uh, I mean, find my website, which apparently is just a glove now, jacksonweaver.ca. You got it right. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, or I'm on Twitter at Jackson. W. Weaver. 
Yeah, and if you nice. click the website, it's really cool. The song Dreamweaver starts up. <laughs> yeah, it took a lot of work to program that in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Search Jackson Weaver's uh, CBC Glove Guy story if you want more information about this crazy uh, urban legend that's actually real. Come on back next week when we will be interviewing the Hamburger Helper Glove, or at least the hand that plays the glove. Uh, we're really excited to find out what that horrid creep has been up to lately. Uh, goodbye, everyone. And we bye. Hope you have a bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. Hi, I'm Maddox Campbell, host of Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. Each episode, we take a magic wish. Then my comedian guests and I try to come up with the perfect balanced cost. We break the wish down from every angle. For more information, visit breakawish.ca or thesonarnetwork.com. What would you wish for? <laughs> <laughs>